Thank God it's Friday. And it is a Friday. Good morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer, and I'm glad to have you with us for the program today. And if you'd like to get involved officially, you can by giving us a call on the brew lines or a text on the Wendy Chevy text line. One number will do it all for you. It's 918-756-3646. Hey, it is Friday, everybody. Did you know that? <laughs> Woo! I love Fridays. I really, really do. I don't know if you like them as good as I do, but it just feels good. I mean, you know what? You got your mimosa, your Bloody Mary, you know, before work, you're ready to go. You're kind of in a good mood. The weather's not terrible. It's Friday. It's good. There's there's some news out there. We're going to talk about it if we can come up with something to talk about. If you want to get you, you want to get involved, again, 918-756-3646. And I'd love for you to just to text me uh, and, and just a good morning. I got a bunch of good mornings coming in here already. There's David. Good morning, David. How are you, my friend? Good to see you this morning. Welcome to the program. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to the side of the dirt. That's what I'm talking about right there. You guys are active this morning. I like to see that. Good morning, Brewer. Hi, Tony. How are you? I hope you're doing fantastically. We are broadcasting live on rumble.com. The video, like it's real TV, the internet TV. I don't know why you'd want to watch it, but anyway, you, you can if you want to. You can see the, the birds in the background and... Anyway, it's, it's what we're doing. I don't know why we're doing it. We're doing it because it's what we're, we're did. There's Fayroy in there. Good morning, buddy. Welcome to Friday. JP, what do we got a meme here? Yabba dabba do. Happy Friday to you. Right back at you, bud. I hope you have a good Friday and um, say hello to the family, would you? All right. Vicky's in here already. Morning to you. I sent you some cool memes. We didn't realize till later that you weren't getting them. I, I guess I didn't see them, Vicky. I didn't see that right there. And then there's Ben. What up, brew man? Have a fabulous Friday. Thank you. Thank you. And you too. Anyway, that's great. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you for, for just your little texts. That's good stuff. We got a little family, a little, little thing going here. A little community, right? <laughs> It's not gigantic, but it matters, right? It's like the starfish. You know the starfish example? The kid is going, you know, I don't even know how it goes. It's something like the kid's walking along a beach, and he's all these starfishes have <coughs> washed up on the beach, and he's chunking them back in the ocean, you know, one at a time. He's chunking them. And there's millions of them on the beach. And some older guy's like, you know, son, you're not going to make any difference with all these. Look at all the millions of starfishes out there. It's not going to make, not going to make any difference. It's going to make a difference to that one I just threw in there. <laughs> anyway, something like that. I don't know how that goes. Anyway, it matters. So whatever little things we do today, it's going to matter. It's going to matter, right? It's going to matter. And it's what it's what God has given us to do, and we're going to do it to the best of our ability. Okay, we're going to go look at the weather forecast. 45 degrees and overcast in eastern Oklahoma. Let me see what it is here. Now, beautiful and sunshiny here. Gorgeous. I am broadcasting live from the center of the United States, uh, undisclosed location. Uh, forecast today, partly sunny and 51 north breezes. Tonight, ooh, cold 26 
tomorrow, 41 degrees. That's freaking cold. North winds 5 to 10. 24 overnight. Mid-50s on Sunday. Here we go. All right. We're launching it on Sunday. And then Washington's birthday is Monday. That's a holiday. We're going to sleep at least till 7 o'clock. <laughs> By the way, I got to tell you a personal story. I don't know. I, I have the... I have the bed frame from hell. I mean, it's a beautiful bed frame. Don't get me wrong. It's this big wooden bed frame and, and, and up above the bed frame, there's these two light bulbs where you can read in bed at night, which, you know, I don't need because I don't read paper. I read digital. Like I've got my iPad. I got my Mac over here and I got my iMac here and I got the Apple phone there and I got all this. Anyway, I have these lights in this headboard. Okay. And, and I've got this button on the side of the bed over there by me where I sleep. And it's just a touch. You touch the little metal and the lights come on. There's three different settings, low, medium, and high. And you just touch it. It's not a switch. You just touch it. You know what I'm talking about? You've seen those touch lamps, you know. And I, I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know if we have ghosts in the house. It's... And it happens in the morning, about 5 a.m.-ish, and it happened this morning four times. And it's happened several mornings, and the lights just come on. I'm telling you, it's like the sun has left the intergalactic space where it hides, and it comes flooding into the bedroom, boom, and it just comes on, and you're dead asleep at 5 a.m., and ah, the lights are just bright, right, shining right down on you. And I'm, I'm looking for the button and the touch, and I'm scrambling for the thing, and it finally gets it turned off. You've got to go through the three, you know, and it's, it happened four times this morning. And finally, you're just like, fine, I'll get up. What the heck? Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> so Julie was trying to find the plug this morning, reaching through the thing, and she couldn't find it. I say, like, I'm going to undo the light bulbs. I, I, we don't even need these things. It's, 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 don't you feel sorry for me? I mean, that's, hey, that's, that's real world problems right there. Anyway, I digress. I was doing a forecast. Got all sidetracked on Washington's birthday. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. Oh, sleeping in. That's what it was. All right. Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, 71 degrees on Tuesday of next week. Sunshine, 75. Can you believe 75 degrees next Wednesday in February? That's unbelievable. And Thursday, 69. Man, I'm just in a good mood today, aren't I? Is, this, is it Friday? Yeah, I think it's Friday. It is. It is. It is Friday. A mouse? No, it's not a mouse. It's it's nothing. Like it's not my pillow. It's it's just a ghost. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Pharaoh is calling in this morning, ladies and gentlemen. He's ready to talk to you and I. Good morning, Pharaoh. How are you, my friend? Okay, how are you? I, I'm I'm better than okay. I don't know <clears throat> if you can tell. I'm in a good mood today. Yeah, yeah, you sound this. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go. You can pull up on your phone any newspaper articles. Can't anything, you like anything, the uh, anything can in you the pull world. That up? Anything. What do you want to see? Okay, I want you to pull up the Epic Times, uh, okay. uh, January thirtieth, twenty four edition. 
Emails revealed why CDC didn't issue alert on COVID vaccines and myocarditis. Yeah, we talked about this already. Have you? Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, we talked okay. about this whole thing. They well, they found an email that showed that they were they wanted to put out an alert, but they were afraid they would cause a panic. Remember? Somebody, see, yeah, somebody did that. Now they're they're trying to hold them responsible for it. I, I don't know who it was. Yeah, the CDC knew, Fayroy, that it would cause myocarditis. That it was a problem, and they were going to send out an alert. And like, man, we better not because that's going to crash the sales of the vaccine. Nobody will take it anymore. We talked about this right here on this show. Where were you, man? Did you well, miss a program? You know my memory. Did you miss a show? Are you trying to confess right here in front I of everybody? Have, I, I, I may um, That's That cuts me deep, yeah. man. That hurts a little bit. Well, well you know how, how my memory is. <laughs> That's all right, Captain. Hey, but we did talk about it. You're exactly right. The CDC knew, and they just covered it over, and they kept on pushing it, man. Get it to the kids. Get it to the pregnant women. Get it to everybody. You know, we don't care. We got we got stuff we got to do. You know, you know, so, yeah, you're exactly right. It's a shame. It's a shame. It's terrible. It's criminal. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm telling you what. I, I <laughs> People, I, I've got health stuff on this show. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I do pretend to be sometimes. But, I mean, we got health stuff on the show. We, I will keep you, ladies and gentlemen, in the know if you'll just listen to the show. I got stuff today. I try. You know, I, like, I read and I'm looking because I want to be healthy. I mean, you know, you want to be healthy. Anyway. Yeah, you I'm want your buddies to be healthy. I do. I do, man. I want everybody to be healthy and happy. Well, did you get anything done to your garden? No, I didn't get anything done to my garden. I, I, well, it was just yesterday you and I talked, so no. <laughs> no, no, oh, yeah. no, and no. I haven't done nothing. My wife wants a giant greenhouse. Well, oh, you don't even know. The wife won't water anything. She 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 has these grandiose ideas, but she didn't want to do any of it. Bless her heart. Really I should say that. Bless her heart. Dirt her finger in the I need to I need to get her out there in the dirt, don't I? Yeah. All right. Well, you better get you better get your potatoes, onions, and uh, corn out. Potatoes, onions, and corn. Okay. All right. I haven't even cut down my okay, asparagus from last get... year. Okay. Thank you, Fayroy. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. You have a good weekend. Thank you so much. Vic, Vicky, I'm fixing to go give blood at doctor now. Okay. Well, you go give blood. And, and that's good, and that's a good way to iron dump, get get rid of some iron. It's the only way you can get rid of iron, as a matter of fact, is to give blood. Look at me knowing stuff. It's scary, isn't it? Uh, I'm telling you what. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. What are you saying, David? And you'll have a black eye later. <laughs> My stepdaddy used to tell me all the time, how would you like to not see me for about three days? And then just a little bit out of one eye. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to grow up under. Right there, boy. Howdy. Hey, what's happening in the world of news? Have you seen this? This is in all the news everywhere. 
the Russian opposition to Vladimir Putin, Alexei Navalny. He's in prison. He was uh, opposition to Putin. He died in prison, dead prison, 47 years old. 47 years old, opponent to Russia, Putin. <sighs> anyway, he's dead. He, he died in prison. I saw a video of him yesterday. He looked healthy as he could be. He's dead today. And it's all over the news. And it's interesting because it's a little ironic, the timing on this deal as well. You know, Tucker Carlson is on a PR tour over there for Russia. I don't know. You know, he had a good interview with Putin. I saw the whole thing. I thought it was great. I thought he asked tough questions. And then he went and he did a little video tour of the grocery stores and how amazing it is, how clean they were, how cheap the food is. And he was talking about the great subway systems, how beautiful it is, how the clean the cities are. He's just been bragging up Russia, which is fine, I suppose. But it's a little bit, it's a little over the top for how great Russia is. There's no talk of, it makes you wonder a little bit about is he's kind of being forced to do this? Like, I'll agree to an interview, <laughs> but here's what you're going to agree to X, Y, and Z. And you're going to do all this stuff for Russia. I don't know. I mean, I, and he's pointing out that America has kind of screwed us over and printed money and inflation and all the bad stuff. And it's a little, it's a little bit funky. Uh, I will admit, and I like Tucker, but I think it's a little funky how great Russia is and how bad America is. And then they kill their op opposition leader in jail. Okay, now he's been murdered. Let's just be honest. And, and here's the here's the problem. I mean, there's lots of problems with it. Okay, but here's the, one of the problems is this is exactly what Joe Cadaver Biden wants to do with Donald J. Trump. Put him in prison because he's the opposition, and let him rot there. That's what he wants to do. In America, I'm telling you, it's sickening to me. It really does. It, it's, it, it saddens me to the core when I see how corrupt our country is. I, I, I hate that. Our FBI is so effed up. Where's my censor button? I got to get it ready because I might need to be cussing on it. It's a, it is really bad. Our FBI is so corrupt. Our CIA and the NSA and the DOJ. And uh, all the rest of the acronym, they are really jacked up, and it's sad. I hate to see it, man, but it is is—it is just they've weaponized the DOJ and they're coming again. I mean, you saw the Fannie Willis goofiness in Georgia. Are you kidding me right now? Oh, to the M, to the G. It's hilarious how their, their, their case against Trusha, against Trump in Georgia is melting down live on television. Fannie Willis. <laughs> oh my god it's just glorious to watch i mean this lady this buffoon of a prosecutor that's come against trump and and then as she's having sex with her, whoever and she's paying off in cash and she was on the stand yesterday i didn't watch any of that crap but did you see where she had her dress on backwards i don't know the zipper was in the front and there's all these pictures going around <laughs> She's a piece of work, man. I'm telling you, just a disaster. Her attorneys told her, do not testify because you're a moron. And she won't testify anyway. My God. And she did. And then it was a disaster. <laughs> Fannie Willis surprises court by testifying against counsel from her lawyers. 
Oh, Lordy, she should have listened to the lawyers, but she didn't do it. And she's an idiot, and she's going down in, in a ball of flames. Uh, I saw some clips of it, man. It was so bad. The judge was having to get on her butt, like, you better, you better get in line. Do y'all see any of that? I'm telling you. I should have I should have had some clips from that this morning, but I don't because I don't really care that much. I mean, it's just it's a joke. It's 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 kind of the picture of the Biden attack against Trump, right? I mean, it's 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 so stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Okay, there's a story about the guy in uh, in Russia. We already talked about that right there. All right, so here's you some health news. Are you ready for this? Hmm. This is uh, this is alarming. Listen, I'm telling you, and we've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it forevermore. The people in the food business in America are tied in with the people in the drug business. They're tied together. They want to get you sick with the food, and then they want to give you the pills to work on the symptoms, not to cure you, but just to give you some, some relief from the symptoms that we poison you with, with the food case in point, in a recent comprehensive study that has sparked widespread concern, it's been discovered that listen to this. 80% of Americans have tested positive for a chemical compound present in a, well, several pop popular breakfast foods, such as, Julie, are you listening? Cheerios and Quaker Oats. This alarming finding raises significant health concerns due to the potential health risks associated with this chemical, which include infertility and delayed puberty, among other problems. Now, that may not scare you if you're beyond all of that and you're not interested in having babies, but do you really want something in your body that's got some jacked up chemical that could mess with your system like that? Hell to the no. But do you see what's happening? I'm telling you, I know it to be true in my spirit that the food people have put all this crap in the food over the last 50 years, 60 years, how long it's been, and they've plummeted the the sperm counts and the, they're, they're, they're going after population control. It's as clear as the day. It's that sun shining in my bedroom at five in the morning. That's what they're doing. Look at this. 80% 80, 80 tested positive for this chemical found in Cheerios and Quaker Oats. It's a travesty. My gosh, it's, it's what are you What are you doing putting this kind of crap in a cereal? Why, why would you do that? I prefer we didn't do that. I mean, what are they going to play dead? Plead ignorance, no doubt. Growing demand for regulatory bodies to take decisive action to ensure food safety. Yes, okay. Yes, we need that. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is where I am for some government regulation. I, I don't, I'm not for over-the-top regulation, regulation, but there are times when you have got to have some oversight. And the government's got to come and say, hey, you s you don't get to put that in that right there. That's bad. You're not going to do that. But they're all in on the take, man. It's all a money deal. Follow the money. And it's, 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 it's all about the money. Anyway, so quit eating Cheerios and Quaker Oats. Just don't do it.
Matter of fact, you don't even need probably all of it's the same. I bet it's all the I bet whoever makes that stuff, Post or Kellogg's or whoever it is, I would just if I were you, I would eat an omelet every day. And uh that's about it. Okay. All right. All right, let's see what else we got going up in here. Is that look at all my stories? All my stories. Got for you people. What is this one here? Oh, that's Come on now. Okay, I already did that one right there. What time we got? 824? Y'all good? Everybody happy? All right. So you remember the uh, special counsel that was investigating old Joe, cadaver Joe? And he got mad because he, <laughs> the counsel, the special counsel said Joe can't remember anything. And he's, he's, you know, he's got bad memory and all that. And remember when Joe gave the press conference right after this deal? And he was he was really mad because Joe's mad a lot. He comes out, he's screaming, he's frowning, he's scowling his face. He's, you know, he's crying. Why would they bring up my son Bo's dead? How dare they? Well, that remember that whole part. How dare you bring up my son's death? <laughs> well, come to find out in a new revelatory breaking news. Uh, analyst Jonathan Turley has all the details and writes this in his press conference following the special counsel report on his retention of classified documents. President Joe Biden lashed out at special counsel Robert Hurd over allegations that he has such diminished faculties that it would be difficult to criminally charge him. He's so damn incapable we can't even charge him. But yet let's let him run the country and have the codes to the nuclear football. I continue. One of the key inscripted moments was Biden angrily denouncing her for raising the death of his son. How dare you? Moment was eagerly replayed by many in the media who piled on the next day, calling the question outrageous, callous, unprofessional. However, now <laughs> NBC is reporting that it was not her, but Biden himself who raised the death of his son. <laughs> That's just delicious right there. In the disastrous press conference, Biden quickly went on the attack in the press conference. How in the hell dare he raise that? And come to find out, it was Joe himself that raised the damn issue? You see what we got, what we're dealing with here? I mean, it is, it is, I don't know. I think we have a clause. We have an amendment. It's called the 25th Amendment. When your president goes, he's so old. And it's really probably not even an age deal. He's just so senile. He's just gone, man. We got a, we got, a, we got something, a mechanism that we can use to take him out and get somebody else in there that can, that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? Competent. Anybody but Joe. Joe does not know come here from Sikkim. And so, anyway, so, yeah, he brought it up himself, and he was blaming the other How dare that guy? <laughs> Stop it. So, anyway, that's that. What's this, JP? You sound a little riled up this morning. Well, I am riled up. I'm just full of piss and vinegar. Is it spit and vinegar? No, I don't think so. Uh, ben says, yep, they want the entire country to be sick. So we get big medical for the help. And I know it. Anyway, just crazy news, man.
Crazy, 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 crazy stuff. All right, we're going to continue on. We got stuff. What else we got? Okay, for how, how many of you are depressed out there? Raise your hands. Dealing with, no, no, I'm not, I'm not depressed. I'm just asking you to raise your hands. Okay, I'm looking. I see you in the back. A couple of you back over there on the left side. You, yes, in your car. Okay, dealing with some depression. And, and it's not, I'm not making a joke about that. I mean, depression is bad. Nobody wants that. But there is news. I've been reading quite a bit about, well, I don't know what I'm reading about. I see it in, I see it in the news lately quite a bit about studies uh, with the SSRIs. Is that what they are? The, the, the antidepressant drugs. And there's quite a bit of studies about this that they don't really do anything. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. You talk to your doctor, okay? Let's get the disclaimer out there right now. But studies have shown, and according to this person, a new review and meta-analysis of 218 studies covering more than 14,000 participants concluded that exercise is as effective as a therapy in addressing depression. And it's often more effective than antidepressants. Okay. Now, this it's been shown, and, and and you'll see it on the you know the disclaimers on the antidepressants themselves, all the stuff that they can possibly cause. I mean, that's why there's all kinds of people pushing to find out what are these mass shooters taking? What kind of drugs are they on? Many of them on psychotropic drugs. Antidepressant, you know, it's, 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 they got, they got some side effects and, and, and if you could cure your depression with a little bit of exercise and it did better than the drugs, wouldn't you want to do that? I mean, I know exercise is no fun unless it's like just walking and then that's not too bad. Walking is actually fun. Walking is good. Okay. I, I'm walking now again. I used to walk an hour a day. I loved it. I would walk and think because I'm a deep well and I would listen to sometimes to podcasts and sometimes talk to the Lord most times. And, and it was great anyways. And it's good for you. And I've got me a new, my little, my little puppy. He's not in here right now. Little, little Finn. He's my little border collie. I got a, I got, he's about four months old now. He's, he's a puppy. He's learning. He's, I think he's going to be smart. I hope we, we bought him because he's a border collie and they're supposed to be smart. And uh, anyway, he's my walking buddy, and we've been walking. I'm trying to get him not to chase cars, and we're working on it. I think we're getting making some progress. But anyway, I just wanted to tell you people that if you're dealing with depression, okay, of any kind, try exercise. Study show, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. We're doing a brewer's breathing. It's what it's called. And uh, deep. JP Deepwell, and we're broadcasting live on Rumble. In case you just joined us, live video, and we also put it out there on Spotify for later, and Google and Apple, Apple iTunes. You might have heard of it. It's uh, etc. Speaking of technology, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you what it's it's impressive to me what's happening in technology. All right, so there's everybody's heard of Chat GPT by now. I use it all the time. It's amazing technology. It's fantastic. It's not always right, but it is cool, and it does work for a lot of things. Now, the same guy that invented that has invented a new one called Sora, S-O-R-A. I guess that's how you say it, Sora, Sora, I don't know, anyway, Sora. I don't know where to get these names, but anyway, it's what they call it. And it is a text, 
to video technology. So you write in the box what you want the video to be. All right. So one of the examples that I have here before me, which is incredible, is here is I'll give you I'll give you the prompt. The prompt is a photorealistic close-up video of two pirate ships battling each other as they sail inside of a cup of coffee. Okay? That's the prompt. And then it produces a video, which I'm watching here, that is two little battleships. I mean, here's the coffee cup and the coffee, and it's got a little bit of foam, and it's in the waves, and the, and here they're going at each other, and it's video. It's like, and it's the most realistic thing you've ever seen. Like, it looks exactly like a couple of battleships battling in a cup of coffee. That was one of the one of the prompts I thought was super cool. Here's another one that's... Um, a, uh, give, give us a, a video of the of a drone view of waves crashing against the rugged cliffs along Big Sur's Garay Point Beach. The crashing blue waters create white-tipped waves while the golden light of the sun illuminates the rocky shore. A small island with a lighthouse sits in the distance. All right, that's the, that's the prompt. And bada-boom, bada-bang, there's this exact video of this. I'm telling you, it is... It is. It's crazy where where technology is going, man. I mean, you don't have to go out there and do this now. You don't have to go fly to to Big Sur, spend all the money, get your drone out there, take the video. The sunset's got to be different. You don't have to do any of that anymore. I mean, you just tell the computer to do it, and it generates it because it's got all the. I mean, can you can you imagine? I mean, I'm telling you, it is as real as real gets. And there was another one this morning about you know do a couple of little puppies playing in the snow. And you cannot tell that this is not computer generated. They look like real dogs, real snow, playing around, having a good time. Now, I don't know. That's cool, but it's, it's probably also scary. I don't know what else you can do with all that stuff. You know, I mean, it, it is just it's just wild, man, what technology is doing and how fancy it's getting and all that. So anyway, do whatever you want to do with that. Hey, we got to take a quick break. We got a brand new advertiser here on the brew. You need to check this out. You're looking for a used car? Think about these people.
837, 23 to go in the program, and my computer has just frozen solid. So what are we going to do? No, what are we going to do now? That's a great, it's a great intro, don't you think? It's cool stuff right there. All right, 918-756-3646. If you want to get involved in the program, don't be scared. Don't be scared. All right, imagine all the good or evil that can come from this AI sorrow. I know, Ben. I know, I know. It's like technology itself, good and bad and bad and good. All right. Man, this thing is, I don't know if I got so much stuff open here that it's it's locking down. It's locking up. All right, I remember what I was going to talk about. There's two things I wanted to talk about. And here we go. Slowly, slowly coming down the back here. All right, here's one of the things. All right, so here's somebody that said this. He said, as a result of going viral online for doing dating podcasting, I've heard from literally thousands of young Christian women over the past year. Nearly every single one of them has told me the same thing. Thus, I wish there were more masculine Christian men out there. All right. Now, if you're a Christian woman, you you may or may not agree with that, but this is the cry for Christian women. According to this guy who's spoken to, according to him, thousands of people across the the fruited plains and they, they want a Christian masculine man. She lives in the Midwest told me her and all her female friends have the same complaint. The guys at the churches are just not masculine. They're very kind, but they're not manly or attractive. (laughs) Now look, don't get offended if you're one of these non manly men. Don't get offended that you just need to be more manly. Okay. I mean, it just, you just do. I'm just, I'm just here to tell you straight up as your friend, if you're a man, you need to be manly. That's part of the word. And the women are attracted to that. Okay. They, they get out there, cut you some wood (laughs) that rip your shirt. Well, maybe, or maybe not, you know, the shirt part, but cut some wood, make sure a woman is watching you. Wear, you know, your lumberjack stuff to town. Anyway, uh, the conversely, the young men who are manly and attractive simply aren't interested in going to church. So these Christian women have an issue. They got a problem. They got a, they got a, a dilemma. We want a Christian man, but they're all feminine in the church. And we get out and all the good looking manly ones are out here. Don't want to go to church. What do we do? Pastors, it's up to you to fix this, according to this person. I hear from thousands of young men. They aren't interested in church because the preaching is often effeminate and geared towards women. And I'm telling you, I have seen this in so much preaching, man. I mean, you know, it's, look, it's it's out of control. The, the preachers, many of them in America and in the West and wherever else, They've, they've bought into the cultural lies of Satan and the, you know, in bringing in the LGBTQ, RSD, XYZ, 2 plus XXYY, bringing it all into the church and all this femininity. It's not how it should be, okay? 
Just saying. Thank you, babe. She says, my Christian man is manly. <laughs> Thank you. I do my best. <laughs> um, and uh, David, now, dadgummit, we're, keep, keep it, keep it, keep it above board. <laughs> hey, it's the first thing that came to my mind, okay? <laughs> and go cut some wood. Okay, y'all can do what you want with that. Anyway, so the guys don't want to go to church because it's it's not, well, there's no, I mean, look, you know what real men want? You want me to tell you? Real men want challenge. They want adventure. That's what they want. They don't want to just be stay-at-home dads, okay? And and a woman is looking for a guy like that. I mean, th- you remember the story? <clears throat> I think I don't remember what it was. There was a story back in the day. Once upon a time in England. Okay. Once upon a time in England, over in the UK, there was a man who needed to take a trip on his ship across the oceans to go gather spices from India. And he needed, now I'm getting to Australia. I gotta, I gotta keep it British. I gotta work in my British, okay, keep it high and light. So he needed to, he needed a crew of men to go to India on the ship, but he couldn't find anybody to go because the, the, the ads were not working in the paper. So he came up with a brilliant idea. And the idea was to, to tell it like it is. He said, hey, I've got an opportunity. It doesn't pay that much. And you may lose your life. It's, it's, it's full of great risk, great terrible storms. You will see things you have never seen before. But, but it's great risk to your life. You may never come back. You know the story. Have you heard the story before? It's a true story. And, 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 and the, the man was flooded with, with applications. People, the men wanted, they were dying for challenge and risk and adventure. And he was, it was and it's, it's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they, they want adventure. Men want challenge and adventure. They blah, blah, blah. That's what they want internally. That's why the book, what's the name of that book? Um, that famous guy wrote it. And it was about men and the, what was it called? It was, you know what I'm talking about? There was a men, it was a kids and, and, and it was about letting the boys run and the men do their thing. And the child, what was it? It was a, you guys help me out here. I'm drawing a blank. Um, it'll come to me probably later this afternoon after I'm already off the show. <clears throat> but uh, what do you think? Is the church at fault here completely failing to attract men to their congregations? Women, do you have any, you have any issue? You, you got anything on this, ladies? Do you want to you input? Is this true? Any Christian ladies out there find this to be true? You cannot find a manly man in in in, in church. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just asking. I mean, hey, text me in here. Call me. Don't be afraid. I'm going to be nice to you. I promise I'll be nice. I'm a nice person most of the time. 918-756-3646. Text me. Call me. I'd like to know if you feel that, any of you Christian ladies out there, or anybody else. You, you, may, you maybe you see it. I think it's... Uh, I think it's probably right. I mean, the guy's talking to all these thousands of women and it's what they're saying. Like, you know, and you see it on the television shows and the commercials. All the men are, are, are just effeminate 
and that's that's what they're portraying is is the way to be. And I think it's sad. I think it's an attack. It's an attack. It's a satanic deal. Ultimately, you know what it is. All right, so get out there and cut some wood. <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm telling you, get your weed eater out, do some weed eating, whatever you got to do. Be, see, I, I'm just, you know, you guys can play along in here if you want to, or you don't have to. I thought you, I thought you might want to. All right. <clears throat> Fine. We'll move on. In other news. Hang on. I got a text here on the Weedy Chevy text line. Let's see what we got here. Women need to raise their sons to be men, says Tony. That's right, Tony. The, look, you got to let your boys be boys. Don't, don't sissify them. Don't. And look, here's a, here's an issue. And I know there's a lot of single moms out there. I was raised by a single mother. God bless her. She did a, a great job. I mean, look at me now. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> by herself. Three ornery little damn rascals. And she, she, she did good. And so it can, it can be done. And you can let your boys be boys. But there is a tendency because women are nurturers, okay? They want to nurture and cuddle and coddle. And uh, <laughs> that's what they want to do. That's their nature to do it. And all that's good to a degree. But the, but the men are like, hell no, boy, walk it off. Get out there and do the chores. You know, and they need that. They need boundaries and discipline and rules and married to how you're going to do it. You know, they need that. They need both of that. And if you're a single mom raising the kids, you got to do your best to, to be dad too, obviously. But let your boys be boys. Let them climb the trees. Gosh, don't stop them from, let them get dirty. Let them be boys. You know, you, you can't protect. Don't be a helicopter mom. Don't be that. Don't hover. You want to prepare your kids for danger and problems and things that are going to come, but you don't want to protect them from all that. All right. You're getting all this. Dr. Spock has nothing on me. Are you kidding me right now? <sighs> Spank them damn kids, <laughs> especially the boys. They need it. They do. You know, I'm right. All right. So what, what are you saying? Commercials are geared toward girls on the Disney channel. I don't know. I, it's probably true. I'm telling you, I, <laughs> it is bad. It, it, Hollywood, corporate America, the culture, the LGBTQ crap. I mean, I saw somebody tweeting out on X this week. Some some teacher in Oklahoma, which he said, I, he's got I, I got a pride flag in my classroom because I want my kids to know. What do you want them to know? Your sexual proclivities. I had to respond, of course, to that and go, we don't, kids know, nobody needs to know your sexual proclivities, much less the kids, okay? We don't care. We don't need to know it. You don't need to put your damn flag up. Man, he's like, well, it's like any other flag. Like, bah, 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 bah. Well, you know, and no, it's not. It's not, like any, it's not like any other flag. Look, all that stuff, LGBTQ plus S, all, the, they all are sexual proclivities. It's what you decide to be. You want to be lesbian, you want to be gay, you want to be bi, you want to be queer. That's just all your sexual preferences. Nobody cares. We don't want the kids to know. We don't want your damn flag hanging in our classrooms. It's not, it's just insane. That's one of the reasons you shouldn't do it. I don't hang up my heterosexual flag. 
Just I want everybody to know what my sexual proclivities are. Here's my flag to prove it. It's in, it's stupid. Why we're doing that and why the, the commercials and church and all this. Anyway, it's, it's look, I'm just telling you, you, you can get mad at me all you want to. That's all right. It's an opinion show. <laughs> I, I'm not afraid to share it. I, I, I look, I'm not, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not trying to, but if you're offended, well, then you're offended. Okay. Maybe I should just move on. Anything else happening in the news? Yes, there is. Hey, mom's getting involved now. I must have crossed the line. Thanks for the compliment. You're welcome, mother. You did great. You did great. All right, we got we got border crises happening, and it's hitting small towns. And here's a small town of Pennsylvania called West Whiteland. Police say gangs of illegals are behind a surge in theft and burglaries in the area. One illegal from Peru stole $17,000 worth of merchandise. He was deported a couple of months ago, but he is back already hitting the small communities. And also I saw, I don't know if we talked about this or not this week, a story in Detroit, some gated community, some rich community that these illegals went in there and stole a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, to break it in the houses, safes, jewelries, Blah, blah, blah. Big uh, illegal gangs. So, you know, I don't, I don't, it's weird because here in Oklahoma, I don't feel like we've heard that much about the border crisis illegals causing that much crime here in Oklahoma. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I mean, it doesn't seem like it's overwhelming yet unless I'm missing something, but I, I feel like it's, it's going to happen. I mean, here we're we're kind of on the way, right? Between here and Pennsylvania, you you don't have to go through Oklahoma, but anyway, I, I guess my advice is to uh, to load up, stock up, be locked and loaded. You know, God forbid anything like that would happen. You know what I'm talking about, right there? All right, so I got a text here from old Ben. Just because you look nice in church. Don't mean you can't whoop ass after church. <laughs> That's right. And that, that, that you need to be able to do that a little bit right there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, come on. <laughs> All right. What else do we have happening in the news before we leave you for the weekend? Oh, did you see this? Oh, Lord have mercy. I hope this doesn't come to America. France ladies and gentlemen, has criminalized objections to the mRNA platform. Criminalized it. You can spend three years in prison and pay up to 45,000 euros in a fine for criticizing the mRNA clot shot platform. That is insane. Lunacy happening to the Western nation of France. Madness must be defeated in France and at the WHO and everywhere else it arises. There it is. Criticism of the mRNA punishable in the future. New criminal, blah, blah, blah. Here it all, you know. And I don't know if you, you do much research. and You ought to look into this platform a little bit. You ought to just look into the technology of RMNA. What is it and, and, and why is it flawed? Because it is. Man, but you can't even criticize it over there. That is criminal in itself. 
You should go to prison for criminalizing the fact that you're trying to criminalize the criminalization of the criticism of the thing. You're the criminals, freaking politicians. You see how quickly stuff like that can happen, take away all your rights and shoot, dog. Tennessee bill would ban flags based on gender, politics, sexual orientation in schools. The American and state flags are the only flags that should be flying in schools. We don't want you sexual proclivity flag in the school. No need for it. Okay. I, I'm for that. You, you get an American flag and you get an Oklahoma flag. That's all the flags you're flying. Don't y'all agree with that? Is that not plenty? And we'll have one national anthem that will unite us all because we're all under the uh, American blah, blah, blah. We're all united. One nation under God indivisible liberty and justice for all. Anyway, I think that needs to be the case. What else? Oh, I saw this time. We got, this is crazy. I'd like for some of you to go out and see if you can find one of these. I'm going to, I need to do this myself. So here's a picture of a warning label. This guy says this was a picture taken by a local police officer, a friend of his under a new five G tower. Now, I believe in Okmulgee, there's a new 5G tower just over there on the, what's that lake road over there by that convenience store? Goes out toward the lake. I don't even know what they call that road. Probably Lake Road. You know what I'm talking about? They got that new tower over there, that new uh, sailor tower. I, I think it's probably a 5G. I don't know what it is or not. Anyway, there's a sticker on this deal. Here's what it says. You ready? Warning. This is a 5G small cell tower. The signals emitted by this tower are damaging to humans, animals, and plants. Not maybe, not could be, are damaging to humans, plants, and animals. Damaging exposure can occur up to several hundred feet from this device. Frequencies emitted by this device can be as high as 100 gigahertz and exceed recommended FCC exposure limits. Exposure can cause the following. Headaches, insomnia, cognitive fog. I think President Biden's living under one of these towers. Fatigue. Is it tinnitus or tinnitus? Who knows? Vision problems, heart issues, flu-like symptoms, muscle and nervous system problems. <laughs> Other than that, you should be good to go. That's the 5G warning right there. Well, how many hundreds of feet? Several hundred from the device. Damaging to humans and animals and plants. My engineer for my radio station warned me about this years ago. Lake Road, says Tricia. Thank you for that. So I got an engineer that, that works at our radio station, and bless his heart, he, <laughs> it's old equipment, and it takes a lot of work. And he's working on it all the time. And he was the uh, – he's, he's a great – engineer. He's a smart guy. He was an engineer for big radio group up in Tulsa for years. And he warned me about this so long ago, several years ago when 5G was first coming out. And he, he sent me a long deal about all the problems that's going to happen to humans. I'm like, oh, holy cow. Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, I don't know how you get, avoid it. Are you going to walk around in the tin suit? I don't know. <laughs> I got to get me some tin foil around here, especially when I'm doing this program. Y'all want me to wear a tin foil hat? Broadcasting live on a Rumble TV show right there. 
I might need to do her. Anyway, so I don't know what to do with that. Just It'd be interesting. If any of you see a tower like that, <laughs> take a picture, but do it with a zoom, zoom lens, okay? I don't want you to get too close. All right, what about this security threat? Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, Intel Committee is saying that we have a, a threat from Russia in, uh, in satellites. They're saying that they've got something that can take out our satellites. And it's a big threat, and... Russia bad, and so send some money to Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't think people are taking that too seriously to you. I really don't think so. All right, I'm just giving you guys a ton of news. Headlines and other news, breaking news. One of the migrants who, are, who was arrested in New York City for beating up the cop on the video, you remember seeing all that? He's been arrested again for robbing a Macy's and beating a security guard. There you go. Bring in some of the migrants. They're not sending their best. That's for sure. Whew. Unbelievable. And I think it was in New York. Why would you leave? You could keep getting out of jail, man. I would hang around there. Anyway, unbelievable. Did you guys see this story here? This, this is a... <laughs> some police officers don't need to be police officers, and they certainly don't need a gun. So here's new body cam footage shows an Okaloosa County, Florida deputy, Jesse Hernandez, declaring shots fired, shots fired, I'm hit. And he starts shooting at a handcuffed, unarmed suspect inside of his police car. All right, so he's walking by the car and a acorn falls from a tree, which is what they do, and it lands on the car and it makes a noise, pow, he thinks he's been shot, and it's all on video. And he runs from the car, and I mean he unloads a full magazine into the back of the car. He doesn't hit anybody. And he's on the I've been hit, I've been hit, shot fired, I've been hit. Hell, he wasn't hit. It was an acorn dropped on his car. <laughs> I'm telling you, the man unloaded his gun. And, he, and he, 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 it takes him several minutes to realize he's not been shot. This guy's a lunatic. He, you know what I'm saying? Some cops just don't need to be cops. And I love cops. I think cops are great. I'm, I'm so glad I live, you know, next to them there at the radio station. I think they're fantastic. But some of them don't need a gun. You know what I'm saying right there? Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We are done. Stick a fork in us. We're out of time. You guys have been awesome to uh, put up with this whole program today. All of you. I see you out there, and I appreciate you so very daggone much. And I hope you have a great weekend. Sounds like Barney Five, says one of my listeners here. I know it. <laughs> Need to give that old boy just one bullet next time. Anyway, y'all have a great weekend, and stay tuned for Trisha on Tradio. That starts now. Bye-bye.